Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. Guess what, guess what, guess what? Jenny, Jenny, guess what today is? What? What is it? It's a buzzword episode. Here's one factor. Anytime that we use Christianese words that would make a person say, hold up, wait a minute. We buzz that person that said it. And then the person has to define that word in normal human language. And then we have to limit the buzz kills because it's a fine line of being annoying and awesome. I hear you. But I also want to remind everybody that last time... Okay, see, you're already doing it. Last time... I kind of had this idea that I can buzz anything I don't like, not just Christian-y stuff. So we're going to be generous with the buzzer, but once again, not being annoying. And if we are, we'll edit it out for your sake. (laughs) (laughs) Today, do you want to know what we're talking about? We're talking about how you should be grateful. And Jenny, let us know, what are we shutting up? So we're diving into how we can ditch our burdens for blessings in the way we frame our thoughts. So, did you know this? Study. Wow. 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 Burdens for blessings. That's a boutique shop, I'm pretty sure. I don't even know if it exists, but come on. Burdens for blessings. I'm going to buzz you right back. Come and get your burdens for blessings. Okay, go ahead. No, I like it. Go for it. Go oh, for yeah, it. you love it. You love it so much. Listen, there's going to be people that call in. Guys, be on Team Jenny on this. Call in and. Nope. shutting that down no be on team candace that's what it needs to happen (laughs) studies have shown okay this is serious don't buzz me on this go for it studies have shown that when you live a life of gratitude you're healthier you're less Mm. stressed you actually live longer and you have better relationships so we're gonna ditch those bad attitudes and we're gonna have some gratitude and live healthier happier lives focused on the things that matter So today, we're going to find freedom from all of that should. It really is amazing the things that we tell ourselves that we should and shouldn't do. The things that we constantly play on repeat in our heads. Come on now, what do we say? According to studies, those who practice gratitude are more alert and enthusiastic. They have less stress, better health, and better relationships. So in this section today, I wanted us to go through some gratitude quotes that I found on the internet webs. And I want us to talk about it because seriously, these are the things that light me up and get my thoughts going wild. Let me tell you this first one, Jenny, and I want your gut reaction at what you believe, this quote, the heart of what it is saying, and if it is true or not to you. Okay? Yes. You ready? Okay, here we go. At times, our own light goes out and is rekindled by a spark from another person. Each of us can cause to think with deep gratitude of those who have lighted the flame within us. That was by Albert Schweitzer. Ooh. What do you think about that one? Burdens for blessing. (laughs) (laughs) I literally was like, 
burdens for blessings. I, 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 that quote, I almost cried just listening to it because I think there are, seriously, there's people in my life, whether career wise, whether encouraging me as a mom, whether just Mm. a friend that comes in at the right moment where I'm feeling so defeated and like deflated and they're like, Hey, you're meant to do this or Hey, you're a great mom. And just Mm -hmm. like, Hey, I'm thankful for your friendship. Yeah. Those simple encouraging thoughts of expressing gratitude of how I'm in their life or whatever. It, it just, refocuses you and helps mm-hmm. me stay centered. And I've had uh-huh. those moments and I'm sure you have as well. <laughs> you know, I love this quote simply because I think gratitude is easiest to jump off from when we start thinking about the things we're grateful for from our relationships. Yes. I can't really necessarily jump into gratitude about things internally necessarily at first, but I can always start with the kindness of others towards me. And I love how this quote says, it's a deep gratitude of those who have lighted the flame within us. You know, I think about those people that have been moment makers in my life. Like they literally caused a shift I, I know that they ignited something in my calling, in my anointing. Yeah. They empowered me. And I can think back on specific moments in my life that those people were instrumental. And I just wonder how often we show our gratitude to those people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm one of those that I didn't really do this naturally. But a few years back, I was challenged by none other than the Holy Spirit. I'd really felt like it was like one of these God mandates that Candace, you got to start doing this. And every time that I felt like the Holy Spirit brought to mind somebody that had been um, a flame igniter for me, mm-hmm. I would just send them a text. Same. I got convicted about that as well. And it yeah. made all the difference in not only my relationships with them, but it made the difference in how they would continue to spur me on towards love and good deeds, as the scripture says, you know, I mean, like for them, they saw, oh, you have gratitude from the word that I spoke over you. And so they would begin to speak even more, you know, when it came appropriate and when it, when the time just kind of opened itself to it, um, it just built a relationship that was more than just, Hey, this isn't, this is something cool in you, Candace, to, Not only am I going to call out something that I see God doing in you, but now I'm going to begin mentoring that original word. And I'm going to begin discipling in different ways that thing that lit the fire within you. It was cool. It's so good. And along the same thought, I would have thoughts of friends like, oh, I really like that friend. Or like, Mm. oh, I like how this person (laughs) does that. Or like, oh, Candace, I love when you send me love letters in the mail. Like it it just makes my day. And I can think about it, but then why don't I extend that gratitude that Mm. I'm feeling towards that person and say, hey, that really made a difference in my day. And it's Mm. acknowledging those moments of because we can think about it all day long, but it's another thing to execute that thought and sh- mm. physically show that gratitude. I think that goes a lot farther in the world. Yes. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the second one. Okay. This is something that's an anonymous quote, and maybe you've heard it. Actually, I think it's pretty common. Probably a lot of us have. Um, I've actually seen it on a meme, and I liked it there. I mean, that first turned me on to this one. But it simply says, gratitude turns what we have into enough. Mm, burdens for blessings. <laughs> <laughs> Thank mm. you. 
you right now. You're, I, I'm fumbling, but this is this is what you get for that. I'm feeling it. Okay, say it one more time. Say it one more time. That was a powerful, good, short little one. One more time. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. Yes. It's so, it's like so simple and powerful. Yes. You notice stuff. Mm. I mean, it reframes your mind when you start to notice the things that you're thankful for rather than focusing on all the other stuff. And you can be in the middle of suffering. You can be in the middle of heartache and trials and burdens and all the things. But if you're able to see the gratitude and hear God in your own life and the Holy Spirit prompting you to see the good, that's enough. Man, I'm telling you, for me, we are entering a season where it is consumer driven. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We're going to spend one day, maybe one meal with a place card that says something I'm thankful for, fill in the blank, you know? But really, when you move just the idea of fill in the blank gratitude to actually have heart gratitude for the things that you have, what you have actually does become enough. That consumer heart just really begins to melt away. Um, You don't see the need for filling your space with more. You, You instead want to fill your space in your home with more encounters and connection and relationships and memories. You want to have the things that are intangible more. And, you know, I find myself this holiday season in very particular wanting to have things that are untouchable Mm. to keep and to hold on to. And I tell you, the only way I can properly do that is to approach this holiday season with gratitude and I'm, I'm thankful for Thanksgiving. I know that that sounds silly, but I am, I'm thankful for this holiday because it's not just about getting your fat pants on, um, and stretching out and watching the Thanksgiving day parade and seeing Santa come in and now, you know, doing all the Christmassy things and spending time with family. Listen, I know even gratitude in the middle of family time and relationships can be a high stressor for some people. Yeah to find anything to be grateful about because relationships are strained or maybe they've walked through um, a separation and they're trying to, to reunite again, or they're just trying to keep their junk together for that family member that gets on their last dang nerve. (laughs) And we all have one of those, but I tell you this, this quote, even though it's anonymous, it, it just fuels me to be able to see what real gratitude is. It turns what we have into enough, even when we feel like it's not. This is by Ralph Waldo Emerson. All right. You cannot do a kindness too soon because you never know how soon it will be too late. Oh, ah, that hurts in the best way possible. Doesn't it though? You cannot do a kindness too soon because you never know how soon it will be too late. I mean, RWE dropping a truth bomb for us. Can I call him RWE? I mean, besties, you're there. You're at that level, I think. I thought you were going to buzz me on that one, RWE. No, <laughs> I'm deep in thought over here because uh huh. I think a lot of the times I got to go on a rabbit trail here. Rabbit trail, rabbit trail, rabbit trail. I think a lot of the times we at least for myself, I'll encounter a tragedy. 
a friend will come and be like, oh, this horrible thing was happening or I, this happened mm. or this this is going there, but this person committed suicide or this happened and you we're, mm. we're facing all this tragedy. And human Jenny will think, oh, I didn't show up at the right time or maybe Ooh. I was supposed to say something or you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I could have stepped in and shared a piece of kindness and then that wouldn't happen. And I think, mm. but that's not the right thought process, right? So that's not the healthy. Let's say that. I think I'm going to buzz your thought process. Can I do that? You should because there yeah, you go. delayed there you buzz, go. I felt it. But that's the thing. I, I think as humans, we have those thoughts like, oh, I could have fixed that situation. Yeah. Here's the thing, and this will be freedom for all of us. We don't have the power to fix all the situations, right? Uh, we have the power and the authority <laughs> as a believer to be equipped by God to step in when he's inviting us to step in. We have the power and the authority to mm -hmm. release things, to let God do his thing and to orchestrate all the things. And if we're invited to be a part of it, yes and amen, Lord, like let me be a part of it. But if we're positioned to hear his voice in the midst of those hard circumstances, then when God says, yeah. go speak kindness here, it's going to be at the right time at the right moment. So if any of you have yeah. like, struggled with that thought process, as, as I have, the unhealthy pattern, just be released in that and know that God, if you're a believer, God can equip you to speak boldly, firmly, like speak kindly in the moments he's inviting you to. You know, I think of this quote as not necessarily a, what did you miss in an opportunity to be kind, because it kind of leaves you landed on that, right? Or you never know how soon it will be too late, you know, and you're like, dang it. And you're panicking, you're like, <laughs> all your friends, let me text you. I need a group text right now. God is not dead. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I, was, I buzzed myself. I'm sorry. That was inappropriate. Inappropriate. I'm just saying, I was I was trying to sleep when I got those daggum texts. Oh, people right, text. Oh, uh, where were my friends? I never got any texts. And I'm like, are you guys watching well, this? Well, you probably had friends that already thought you were a Christian. My friends doubt it daily. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're like, well, let's share the gospel with Candace again. We don't know. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, we're referencing a film. <laughs> Oh, man. But this quote right here for me, you cannot do a kindness too soon because you never know how soon it will be too late. Ralph Waldo Emerson, this actually to me means that all those moments that gratitude brings a thought in your mind of kindness to act upon, you should not dismiss so quickly. You know, I find myself grateful for little things throughout my entire day but I wonder how many of those just sit in the processes of my mind and never get acted upon to the next step. This is where when we're talking about bringing gratitude into reality, the greatest thing that we can offer is our kindness. And I think about moments where if I would have just sent the text, if I would have just given uh, $5 for somebody to get some coffee behind me. I mean, it's just as simple as that. You know, there are days where I look at I, I'm the worst. When I go to Starbucks and I know that I've been given um, a gift card to Starbucks, like 10 bucks, 
I find myself thinking of all the things I want to get with that $10 at Starbucks. Oh, I'm getting extra shot flavors. I'm getting double espresso. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about all the things for me. And then inevitably I find myself there watching the person in front of me or behind me and feel that little nudge of, Hey, you got 10 extra dollars that you weren't expecting. Why don't you buy somebody else's coffee? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I'm like, eh. Okay. It's, it's just how quickly do we act upon a kindness? And no matter what that kindness is, it could be very small or it could be very extravagant. The reality is, is that when you feel that tug, move quick on it. Don't over-spiritualize a moment either being like, is that you, God? Do you want, <laughs> yes, God wants you to be kind. Why wouldn't he invite you to show gratitude to the person next to you? Like, you don't need a singing choir of angels to make a move here. Like, just go for it and do it, you know? I just envisioned, like, somebody genuinely expecting a Holy Spirit dub to fall from the ceiling of Starbucks. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> uh, and, like, a choir, right? And the Kanye comes in. Oh, yes, he would. And then you're like, now I'll buy that person coffee. Girl, I'd be singing with them. Kanye, if you hear us. Right, because you're listening. Kanye, if you hear us. Kanye. Shut the shit up and come on our show. Hey. <laughs> All right. This last quote on gratitude is probably one that I'm going to identify with this most. I'm just going to be honest. It, it sings to me. This is by Carl Barth. And it simply says this. Joy is the simplest form of gratitude. Oh, I wonder why that resonates with you. <laughs> what? 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 Is oh. that sass I detect? Is that sarcasm? I mean, simple joys is your book. You know, if you're looking for gratitude to manifest, it always comes out as joy. Yeah. It really does. I mean, if you are in lack of joy, if you're in lack of what this holiday season is probably highlighting the most, think about it. We don't really say the word joy any other time than Christmas. Like at this scale, people have it plastered on their Christmas decorations. You probably have it in a little banner above your fireplace. J-O-Y, joy, joy to the world. I mean, it's all these things that we feel like we get to highlight this topic of joy one time a year. Isn't it funny and a little bit ironic that the season right before joy is gratitude? I really believe that gratitude always ushers in the purest form of joy in us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're grateful, you are giddy. Those two things go hand in hand. And I'm telling you, I, I have found that if I'm in lack of joy, if I'm in lack of really feeling you know, because last week we talked about that numbness and we talked about what it means to actually feel something. If you're in lack of feeling this holiday season, I want to encourage you, start with gratitude and see if that doesn't manifest into joy. See if that doesn't manifest into something bigger and greater that you've been hoping for and longing for. You know, just start being grateful for the smallest and littlest of things, because I guarantee you, there are some people right now that are listening, they don't got a lot to be grateful for. Yeah. And they know it and they know the cards that they've been dealt this year and finding anything to be grateful for is hard pressing them. Yeah. But I'm telling you, if you do it, what comes naturally without force, just with ease is an ability to experience joy on a level you didn't even find possible 
you know. So I would just encourage y'all to embrace that quote wholeheartedly. Joy, it's it's gratitude in its simplest form. I mean, it really is. It really is. That's good, Candace. And and we want to help you and equip you guys to tangibly like walk through the process of finding gratitude so you can get that joy. So a couple years ago, I actually designed a gratitude journal page and we want to gift it to you guys. So it's a free download. It's going to help you live intentionally, not just on Thanksgiving, but whenever you mm-hmm. are actively pursuing like what what am I thankful for and thinking about it. So if you download it, you'll get a free scripture printable. So you can print that out and put that in Woo! all the places and also... You can get the journal page, which will just ask the simple questions. What are you thankful for? It'll help you be intentional and create that atmosphere of gratitude. Because I think you have to retrain your habits a lot Mm. of times. So that's what this is. So you can get that at jennyrandall.com slash gratitude. So we are here to equip you. This is one way. You can listen to us talk about this all day long, but you actually have to take steps to do it. This is an incredible resource. It's free, y'all. And um, happy Thanksgiving week. We're just giving that to you. And and thank you, Jenny. I'm just going to say it for the listeners. Thank you, Jenny. Yeah. And so now you don't have to write on that little place card. I'm so thankful for. Now you have your own printable to go much deeper. And guess what? It's a printable. Print multiple copies and let everybody around your table go through it together. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Do it. You should. You should do it. Hey, speaking of do it, won't he do it? Yes, he will. Won't he do it, y'all? Time again, won't he do it, y'all? Come on, won't he do it, y'all? Won't he do it? Let's celebrate how God is using this podcast to make an impact and share a review. Hey, don't forget, if you're loving the show, we want you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or however you listen. We're going to find it, we're going to search it, and we're going to pick the ones that we love and highlight them. As a matter of fact, we have one today from Ted Fogg. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just so excited for you to read this one. Oh, my gosh. I haven't read it, so. I know. It's going to be um, awesome. Mm, mm, thank <laughs> you. Thank you for this moment. What did Ted Fogg say? All right, here we go. Ted Fogg. Well, he gave us five stars. Yes, and he, he also said this. He said, This is unmissable. Should happens, but it's messy. (laughs) This podcast will help you get over the shooty stuff and learn to be free from all that nonsense. Don't miss this dynamic duo as they laugh their way through the should storm. (laughs) And, And lead us out on the other side. You know, there are so many punny things about our title of this podcast. And I love when you, the listener, understand how grateful we are when you highlight that pun. It makes us so happy. Thank you, Ted Fogg. Thanks for the review. And if you want to leave one, go right ahead. You could be featured on an upcoming episode. You called in with your questions. You shared with us your shoulds. We just want to listen. And maybe we can do some good. One thing we love about our show is that you guys call in and leave us messages. So today, take a listen to Kelly, one of our callers. Hey, ladies, this is Kelly from the Temecula area in California. And um, the podcast today of inauthenticity was just awesome. And I really appreciate what you said. But I was reading through the notes of the podcast after and 
Um, Candace was talking about Psalms 119, but I believe she misquoted it, that it's 139 about how Christ knows our insides. And the only reason I know that is because Psalm 139 was my mom's favorite chapter in the Bible, and um, she committed suicide about five years ago. And my should for the longest time was making sure I was taking care of everybody else more than um, myself. And I think that sometimes our self-care gets really messed up, especially when we have hurting people in our lives. And um, my mom was a paranoid schizophrenic, and so that was kind of, um, I always felt like I had to take care of her. But I just wanted to say I'm so blessed by both of you, and um, and I really appreciate your guys' time and all that you do for the podcast. It means a lot. Bye-bye. Kelly. Oh, man. Thank you so much for calling. Um, the episode she's referring to was the You Should Be Self-Aware episode 10, and I appreciate her calling and giving us the proper verse. That's really, really awesome. And just her even expressing gratitude towards the show. We're, we're really thankful. And we know that what she shared is really heavy. You know, Kelly, I don't want to dismiss a lot of the things that you just shared with us. You know, you, you highlighted some things that I feel are so important in a season uh, where we're told to be grateful. We have all of us an opportunity to find gratitude in moments, even when we are shooting ourselves with, we should make everybody else be okay. And, and when we're even trying to do the greater thing, which I think you're describing is the impossible. You cannot force somebody to be willing to accept help. And you cannot force somebody to find themselves in a place where they're grateful for what you're doing for them. And the should that usually takes place upon yourself ends up being, I should help them realize everything they should be grateful for as well so that they don't end up in destruction. This is such a raw and very, very fresh thought that I'm having, Jenny. But I'll tell you this. If you can't force anybody else into gratitude, you can always control your own gratitude. I really think that's the heart of what we're trying to get listeners to understand from today's episode. And so Kelly, you've experienced that on a pretty deep level that I'm sure you're still probably unwinding and processing your thoughts even today. I mean, you said it's been five years. Um, five years can seem like a flash in a moment that is surrounded by trauma and loss. But I would encourage any of our listeners, if they find themselves like Kelly today and they're they're in the midst of relationships where they want people to feel grateful. They want them to see the good in themselves. They want them to cheer up Charlie. They want them to find themselves in a place that's healthy and that they could do more and be more as well. Can I just remind you that sometimes if they are so resistant and say no, what you can do is control your gratitude for who they are and why God has placed them in your life. And you can foster that gratitude in your relationship daily by by just being there, being available, and being encouraging and kind. Yeah. We get calls and we're so thankful. And Candace and I listen through and we decide what fits into the show. And we heard Kelly's call and we just felt this burden to share this piece of her story. Now, we don't know the whole mm -hmm. thing, uh, but it doesn't, 
in the bigger view, we're like, well, this doesn't really fit in. But as we start like praying over it and discussing it, it fits in so well. And I just want to encourage you, Kelly, I feel like this is almost like a prophetic moment. I feel like you have been a leader in how to steward gratitude in the midst of. And I just see God using your story. This is just the beginning. I see him almost like opening up opportunity for you to share even more of how to steward gratitude and thankfulness so well and honorably, because I feel as if you, you've you honored your mom in the midst of such such pain and trauma she's endured, you're honoring. And I feel like you are an example and a leader of how to encourage people, even in all of that. You knew you like heard God's voice of when to speak up. You've heard God's voice of, of when to show up. And if you guys are in that season as well, just know that God will empower you and release you in how to do this. You should buy it. Candace, you're an expert at buying things that bring you joy. I am. But today, you know what? We want to hear from our caller for this I Should Buy It segment. That's right. We're hearing from you. What should we buy? Listen up. Hi there. This is Catherine Elser from Prospect, Pennsylvania. And every year for Christmas, I like to get the women in my life um, a book. And last year, I got Simple Joys by Candace Payne. And this year, I just ordered a bunch of Courageous Creative books. So I'm really excited for the for Christmas to come along and to give those books to all these women um, in my life. So thank you so much. He said what? He said what? He said what? Say it again. Say it again. He said what? So you've heard what we have to say about it all. Let's look to scripture. And I'm sure you're all familiar with this verse. If not, I want to read it for you guys. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. So if you have your Bibles, grab them. You can look up different translations. Get get into it. Why are you going to bust me? Come on. What are we doing? Did we just start a Bible study small group all of a sudden, Jenny? You have told people to grab their Bibles before. I have learned from the master on this one. I don't know. I was trying to think of a way to buzz you. I'm bringing it in full circle. Full circle. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Are you ready for it? As ready as I can be. I know. You're on the edge of your seat. I feel it. Okay, here's what it says. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm. In every situation. Bold that underline it, like, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, be prayerful and petition with thanksgiving. And as we do that, that's when you hear God speak that gratitude, or you feel those moments of gratitude rise up where you can step into and take action, right? Yeah, it's so good. I love this verse because any pastor that likes to use alliteration or points that have um, been bulleted with the same letter at the beginning of them, this scripture is like one of those that I always think about. Like burdens for blessings? No, not like, no, not like that. Not like that at all, whatsoever. Uh -uh. Burdens for blessings. That's what you're talking about. No, I'm talking about, this one is the P's. You know what I mean? You got the prayer petition and present, and then you'll have peace. 
I mean, I really do feel like gratitude is coupled with our prayers, mm-hmm. with our petitioning of God, with the things that we present to God. And, and the byproduct of what we're waiting for from that is always peace, yeah. a peace that we can't comprehend, a peace that we can't understand, a peace that we can't honestly, re- that we shouldn't feel. If we're talking about the shoulds, it's a peace we shouldn't feel. Right. Because... Well, you're wondering why you don't have the peace of God, but yet you have not positioned yourself to come to him with gratitude. Yeah. You're still coming to him with this, with this heart that says, I am owed peace. And gratitude says the complete opposite. It says, I'm grateful for what I've already been given by you, but if you would be so kind as to add to it, that would be wonderful. Here's the deal. We have a God that he really does say a lot of if... And then statements throughout scripture. Yeah. And this is an if and a then kind of scripture. It's it's basically saying, hey, don't be anxious about anything. But in every situation, without anxiety, without this, this worry in you that God is who he says he is and that he's good. But I tell you what, people that roll up on God like they're owed something. Genie in a bottle. Mm. <laughs> They're not finding that much much peace when they pray, you know? As a matter of fact, they're finding, oh, he didn't do it on my terms. And he didn't provide it this way. And I guess that means he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but anytime I have a relationship like, like that with somebody in real life, it doesn't go well when somebody comes to me and tells me what I should or shouldn't be doing and offering them from our relationship. As a matter of fact, I look at them and go, oh, that's cute. That's cute. Peace out. You know, instead of offering them peace, peace I say peace out. Peace out. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Ow! Get it. We're dancing. I really feel like that was a quote that was from the Holy Spirit because I am not that smart to make that up. It was so genius. Yeah. Instead of offering them peace, it's more of a peace out. And I wonder if God himself is just kind of... But I I don't want to say that he gets belabored. And I don't want to say that he gets weary. You know what I mean? Those things don't don't have an affect on him. But I just wonder sometimes if he's like, oh, no, no, I'm I'm not listening yet. Yeah, it's a heart posture. Well, and now people are going to be like, God listens. Your theology's off. But I'm just saying. He, He listens, but it's a heart posture. If you're not open to hearing his response, you're missing out on the piece. That's on you. That's on you, bro. And sis. Come on, listen. Jenny, you're a mom. You're a mom. You get it. Listen, we get as a parent what it means when our children come to us and they have a request made to us out of entitlement or gratitude. Mm -hmm. We know what our response is going to be every time. And we have a good, good father. A heavenly father that it says in James, I hope it says in James, this is from memory here. We'll look it up and fact check, but that he is the giver of all good gifts and there is no shadow within him. He's a father of heavenly lights. James one seventeen. Yes. Amen. There you go. Glory and hallelujah. Thank yeah. you. But because he's a giver of all good things, there's going to be a reciprocal giving from a heart that's grateful. Mm-hmm. Not a heart that's entitled. Yeah. So I just feel like when we're looking at what does the scripture say about gratitude, it's not only important just to foster it because it gives you good heart health, good mental health, goodness. Right. I mean, we said that at the top of the show. We're healthier with that. 
But man, when you come to God, not out of entitlement, but gratitude, do you know that it opens up the door for this insane peace that you didn't even believe was possible? Let's talk about a couple practical things you can do if you want to be more intentional with your gratitude. So here's a list of questions and we'll post them on our show notes if you want to check it out at shuttheshitup.com. So I want you to reflect on this this week. How long has it been since you've been intentional to show gratitude? How long has it been? When's the last time you actually physically wrote down in a gratitude journal? Now, a gratitude journal doesn't have to be one that says gratitude journal. It could be like just a spiral notebook. Yeah. Or the principle, you know, just write the things you're grateful for. Here's another question. When's the last time you thanked God for all the good stuff you have going on? So we're not just trying to find God in the midst of the bad. Yes, let's do that. But what about sometimes things are going so well, you even forget to acknowledge God in that. I just got to camp on that for one second. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the greatest test that you're going to experience in your life on how grateful you are is when you're in the middle of blessing. I had a viral video about three years ago. Uh, Google your way through that. It's a Chewbacca mom. (laughs) But, but the biggest test that I've been experiencing over the three years is what do you do in those moments when you are being blessed to show gratitude? Yeah. How are you throwing a rope back to those in a place that you just left? That's good. And that's the last question. When was the last time you told somebody you are thankful for them, given them a compliment that changed the course of their day, or just flat out, like you just said, showed them gratitude? So good. Let's pray. I honestly think we would do ourselves and you a disservice if we didn't end the show like we do every single time by speaking with the one that enables us to experience good things. You know, just like James 117 was talking about, he is the giver of all good things. And when was the last time you prayed a prayer of gratitude? It may have been quite a while for y'all. And we just want to lead that moment and we want to lead it with you in mind as well. So if you would, just as we're praying, pray these things with us as though you're saying them from your heart to God. Father, we are so grateful for the things that we have that we don't see with our physical eyes every single day. We're grateful for air. We are grateful for breath in our lungs. We're grateful for health. We're grateful for family. We are grateful for friendships. We're grateful for your goodness to us when we don't deserve it, your grace, your mercy, your tenderness, your kindness that leads us to repentance. We're grateful for sunshine on days when it's cold. We're grateful for cool, crisp air on days when it's warm. Father, we're grateful for the ability to laugh in the face of danger and an unknown future. We're grateful for the heart that you have towards us that is so forgiving and rescuing and unrelentless in pursuing us. God, we're grateful for the times that you have set aside for us to step into moments with you, to partner with you, to do incredible things. God, you've set up good works for us. And I just want to sit sit on that for a second. We're grateful for even the opportunities you lay aside for us individually. 
That's huge, Father, the fact that you've got an entire slew of all creation, and yet you individually reach down and create good works in advance for us. God, I'm grateful for the simple things in life. I'm grateful for coffee and caffeine and tacos and dogs that we don't deserve them, God. (laughs) I'm grateful for stories sitting around a table that make us laugh and recall better days when days seem too hard to walk through. I'm grateful for family. I'm grateful for relationships that are fueled with passionate love. I'm grateful for marriage. I'm grateful for family as far as being a parent and being a child simultaneously at both times. I'm grateful for all the things that you give us that we can't even begin to see or quantify. Father, where we don't even see your hand moving, we trust that you are a God that is not absent from today, but in the very middle of today. We trust that you are a God that's not absent from our past, but you've always been with us and walked with us in faithfulness. We trust that you are a God that is fully present in our future. So God, because of that, we we are grateful that you are the great I am, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. There is no shadow of turning with you. God, we're thankful that you are trustworthy, faithful, generous. You give us hope. You are our shield. You are a mighty tower to us when we run to you. And that there is none like you that we could even compare with. God, I'm only here in three minutes of gratefulness and I could go on for three days and three weeks and three months. Thank you, Father. Thank you, good God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus Christ. We love you. We owe all our grateful heart's desires, all our gratitude to you. It's in Jesus' name we ask this. Amen. All the amens on that. And Candace was was (laughs) demonstrating how to show gratitude to God. And if you feel like you're going into the holiday season and you feel like you're the Grinch, that's the whole Christmas. And you're like, I don't know how to do that. Just like, right. Just go through that list of all the thankful things she just thanked God for and praised God for. And I believe that will begin to break things that have hardened your heart for far too long. And I just see God, I just want to go into prayer for a second again. I just see God, God, I just pray over the ones that haven't been able to steward thankfulness in the season they're in. And I just pray right mm. now in the name of Jesus, I pray that the things that have been hindering and binding them back, I pray they they are released in the name of Jesus. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you start to speak to the areas that have put up a wall of even acknowledging gratitude and thankfulness towards Jesus. And I see this being a new season for a lot of people. And God, we give you the praise and all the glory for that. Jesus name. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. I got to tack on one tiny prayer. I'm not that person in the prayer circle. I promise. But (laughs) I felt it. it was so important for all of us. May we pray this as we end today's episode. Father, forgive us where we've missed the little things that you've blessed us with. Yeah. Father, forgive us for entitlement. Father, heal the areas of our heart that are hardened against the goodness of you. So that we can usher in gratefulness and gratitude where we've never seen it before. Amen. Amen. 
Y'all, we love you. We've got one more episode in this season. You're gonna want to stick around for it. You're wanna you're gonna want to find all the things that you should and shouldn't be doing around the holidays and celebrating next week. But until then, shut the shut up, everybody. To share your should, call 315-308-0163. And you may be featured on an upcoming episode. If you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.